I would be a little put out if he didn't show up so I could dissuade him from murdering me. The Sunday Skypers. Farsi's Tal Adventure. Overall, I don't know that we came up with a representative Talislanta adventure. It's probably more representative of how this group plays, but that's what you're gonna get. I don't know that there is such a thing as a representative Tal adventure, any more than you find a single representative D&D adventure or whatever. And I'm sorry that for those of you who've had the stamina to listen to all of the episodes so far, because you're going to have that taxed a little more, because this last episode had some audio problems, so there's a bit of distortion on particularly my channel. And as a last note, I want to thank Stephen Sachi for okaying our use of his Talislanta music. Well, enjoy this final episode. Where we left off was the more getting informed that there's going to be trial by combat between him and Valentine. I, I was kind of curious of maybe, about maybe having a um, uh, maybe a preamble where we're you know being introduced and all that stuff. Uh, maybe it's a semi-official affair, and then I could uh, attempt to weasel my way out of this, so we don't just cut straight to choose your weapons. And I'm like, no, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I'm, I'm thinking, for, for one at least, I'm thinking of attempting to um, uh, get Sharmina or someone to um, allow me a uh, like a pre-dual audience with my accuser. Maybe under the watchful eyes of some Kang, so we don't pre-dual, but essentially just the two of us, right? That's something that someone would be angling for. And depending on the outcome of that meeting, maybe, uh, you know, I'd have to look for champions or somehow some way to get out of this mess, you know. Okay, so then we'll say that you are brought up to the mansion area where they're going to hear what you have to say and set the formality of this dueling. Probably in the same big meeting room, throne room type area that you were first introduced. You've got loads of Kang around, and you got you and Valentine there. So they bring you in, and uh, the two suspects will fight to settle this matter, and the, the winner will be free to leave. So this is, like, uh, declared by one of their special servants or something? Uh, yes, yeah, the gleam of paper while this is all being recorded. Well, in that case, you know, someone will shoot... Valentine of Venomous Glare, and then he will uh, look upon the satrap and the satrap's wife and the Aspatian in, in an obsequious way and bow his head low, and he will say, A, a favor, if you would, uh, great satrap. I would be most appreciative if I could gain an audience with my accuser before blades are crossed. A chance to hear him out, if you will. Perhaps in the presence of some of your Kang to make sure there are no pre-dual problems. Well, I'm, I'm just sitting there smiling like a cat that ate the rat. There's no need for the Kang. I'm a professional. Well, who, who do you say that to? Zamul. The room? Samul, oh, okay. Samul <laughs> isn't even acknowledging him. After he gave him the glare, he's just looking to see what the Aspatian or the Satrap or his wife are saying. Well, if you wish to address your opponent, you may do so. Uh, in private, if if you would. Yeah, I think you'd better be pretty uh, persuasive there if you explain why that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah, which is why I wanted some, some gang. Use, use your your charisma. <laughs> yep, I'm, I'm going to do that. I'm going to have to do that. Yeah, I'll, I'll say, uh, you know what, I've said what I need to say, so I'm just going to roll. Let the dice speak for you. Here goes. Oh, yeah, the minus five. Okay. The king captain will, will bow to the, the satrap, and I will lead the suspects out and let them discuss the particulars of their duel. And so you, you know, lead you out so you aren't 
in front of the, the sea trap, but you'll be with all the Kane, the Kane captain. Cool. And he spoke Talisan? He did. Uh, maybe there's no point in like hiding too much here. I said, so, so are we like taking a side out into a garden yes. or something or, okay. If, if we're going to break audience with the satrap and his wife, I do want to do a most gracious and with extra flourish bow. We shall return shortly. I'm, I'm just generally being a swarmy, charmy fellow. <laughs> Appreciated by Charmy. Okay, one, once we're out, right, Samuel will note the presence of the Kang with some dismay, especially the Kang captain who probably understands everything. And then he'll say, so, Valentine, is this a final nail in the coffin of slander that you have lay saddled me with? First you saddled me with a corpse. I, do you intend to slay my reputation outright? Not simply slay my reputation outright, but to take my very life? Have you gone mad? Oh, no, not at all. First of all, that's not my corpse. As much as I wish I would have done the deed, I would not have done it in that way. Second of all, only you and your man had the opportunity to uh, do that, though I s- strongly suspect Marcus had a hand. Now, is this the, the real reason for this, and then uh, I'll lean in the whisper, is uh, if, if we get in the satraps, wife's good graces, we both might make it out here with our skins intact. I don't see how... Please, please, sell me. How do you suppose we should get out of this, both of us, in a proper light, a proper and, and goodly light, while I'm dangling from the edge of your sword, from the point of your sword? I don't plan to kill you, and at any point you can simply surrender. After first blood, of course. You do understand that if we go through with this, I will be subject to certain indignities which are unthinkable. I would be stuffed up there. And, you know, he points up to the fortress, right? I think that's much better than my head dangling from someone's sword. Surely there is a different, better way of finding the culprit. What, what is this? What is this but a distraction? What is this but a, a, a nuisance? A roadblock? It buys, it buys us time. So maybe you can uh, confront uh, Marcus. How will I confront Marcus if I'm in a dungeon? <laughs> you have till noon. Magnus, by the way. Magnus, Magnus. Magnus, Marcus. It, it, it's a letter M. This is a disaster. You know, um, someone's just pinching at the bridge of his nose, pacing back and forth. I had plans, but now you have cast them all into ruin. I, I could have plucked both you and the captain out of captivity, and we could have been out of here and in profit within days. I'll take my graciously generous finger and poke him on the nose. You were going to sell me into captivity. He does a double take, like, wait, what? And then his eyes narrow, even more narrow than they are. And then, you know, he realizes, oh, he must have been listening. And then he groans, like, oh. And I suppose that in a characteristic hot-headed thoughtlessness, with characteristic hot-headed thoughtlessness, you believed, allowed yourself to believe that I would leave you in those straits? You surely convinced Charmina of that. What do you suppose the point of that was? Do you do you believe I, I always show my my inner workings, the inner workings of my plans to my, you know, he was probably about to say enemies, but now he's just <laughs> looking at the Kang like, customers? I'll take a step back and Spread my arms wide. You are shallow as the creek. <laughs> More for the benefit of the Kang here. So, blades only? Oh, I shall not be fighting any jewels. Oh, yes, you will. No, I am I'm certain if this must happen, I shall find a suitable candidate to do the fighting for me. I'm sure the Kang have um, experience my with this ar- sort of thing. Oh, yes, but my argument is with you, not your champion. What sort of uncivilized corner of the world are we in where there are no professional fighters? I charged you, I paid you for just this one pleasure. <laughs> I think I'll you pop stab up me in the back. Chest. <laughs> no, no, I would never stab anyone in the back. What do you call this sudden stabbing in the back with the dealings with the... <laughs> <laughs> He's just wringing his hands. I'm sure Avar will let you know about the wisdom of this action. Very well. If this is going to happen, 
then then let's keep on with it. Until noon, you say. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about magic? Yes, sir. Uh, you understand, if I am forced to fight, I shall use every capacity at my disposal. And my magic is, of course, supreme. Should we have seconds? What do you mean? As part of a duel, you traditionally... Oh, yeah, you wouldn't know about that. Would you? No. <laughs> uh, this is where you have a second person to vouch for you and to fight for you if, for some reason, you are incapacitated. Ah, Pointing well, my eyebrows at the dock. <laughs> I assure you, Chivas is of sufficient hardihood and mental fortitude to handle any problem. Excellent. He shall be my second. <laughs> <laughs> the king captain bursts out in laughter at that. He says something in Quan, and the other kings start laughing. <laughs> Sir, you know I, you know I'm a pacifist. Oh, for my sake! Then get me stronger. King Captain Cook, you have no need of anyone to fight for you. This is to decide the matter between you two. Why would anybody else be involved? Would anyone else be involved? Detrog is my servant. He is the one that does the fighting for me. He is my arm. Surely you will not bind my arms behind my back. You should have no one else to fight for you. You should fight for yourself. You pair me up with this criminal, with these accusations, and then you, you would stymie me? I have a right to a champion! You know, he gets really, like, <laughs> worked up about this. Anything I can I can leverage into this? Or is it like, that's alien to the Kang, they wouldn't ever do that? That would be pretty alien, I would say. Um, tried to convince him you can present a good argument, but it, you'd be at minus ten. Oh, hmm. I don't presently have a good argument, do I? I don't think so. Um, you know, I'll call upon, you know, I'll point to Valentine and say, well, since we both are foreigners, and one of these foreigners is a Zandir, and since in Zandir, I believe, people regularly find champions to fight their battles for them, we should fight our battles as the Zandir, shouldn't we? Go on. That you can try. Okay. <laughs> awesome. Is it a charisma thing? You can use your charisma. Okay, so minus eight. All right, here goes. Ah! We are not in Zandir. <laughs> Enough talking. You can go prepare for your battles now. Awesome. So while Suki is hanging out on the ship, one of the the uh, sailors shouts an exclamation. The captain. Well, because my head popped. Bono, you wake up. Uh, you're in chains in the bottom of uh, a rowboat. Oh, what do I Nothing see around new. me? A couple of Kang, they're six Sunra, and you're in bottom of a rowboat. All right, so I can't see around the sides or anything. Gotcha. And you're um, wearing your triggers. Yeah, I'm wearing chains, so there's going to be lots of triggering happening. Who's closest to me at the moment? One of the Sunra. Oh, that poor son. Uh, just know if anyone comes close to me, I'm biting them. But I'm going to start trying to chew the shackles. Because <laughs> it's the only thing I can really do. And I am panicked and I am not thinking straight. Good iron content. I just want them off. Probably better off chewing off your hands. <laughs> On the ship there, so what do you... Well, I hear that there's a captain. I was, I was imagining I was basically changing out of my clothing. If I, okay, I'm going to start a new life. I'll borrow wherever I can from folks, and I'm dressing more like one of her crew. Nobody will recognize the sun raw. No, 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 no. It's just starting, you know, starting over again. You know, and that clothes clothes represents my old life. I'm now part of this crew. I'm going to dress like part of this crew. That's all you're doing then. Well, when I hear the captain, I'm tempted to pop up, and I realize they're probably looking for me, so I'm kind of going to stay below decks, but, you know, it's always on these decks. They always have that, the, the hatch cover is open. It's got the little latest work of beams across the downside hatch. Me looking up through that. They row you out to the dock, Vana. They pull up to the dock, and a couple of Imrian jump on to the rowboat and pick you up. Ooh, bad idea. She'd probably try to bite them bristling and struggling all over the place. Do I see that through the porthole or whatever I'm looking through? To be able to watch this, you probably need to get someplace for you a better view. What's going on? What's going on? They'll relay what they're seeing down to you. I sit there and I think, and I think for a second, and I go over, slap on my cutlass, and go up top, and I say, that's not right, and run down the gangplank. Sword drawn. Suicidal. I didn't know that. 
Let's see. Let her go. She's no slave. And I'm hoping, hoping I'm being followed. Well, my crew is loyal, so probably. I think they're suicidal. Oh, yeah, the Kang probably just stepped forward and yeah. you sort out. Yeah, going. Kang step forward, you're drawing the attention of all the other guards and all the other Sunra who are around on the docks. I sort of slow down up to the point where I'm not going to engage. I said, that is wrong. She's no slave. Who authorized this? Prisoner has been sold to the Emerine. It is this or death for her. What, she can't buy her freedom? Couldn't she not? King guard just looks at you like, what are you talking about? Get out of here. Who no! Kang don't own her. I turn over and look at the, look at the Emrian. How much for her? Speak to our captain. He will gladly sell her to you if you have the money. <laughs> I shoot my cutlass, turn back, and wave at the first officer. Python, get here! We gotta buy your captain! <laughs> <laughs> he very cautiously comes down, comes forward. So, what do we have of value on board the ship we can use to trade for your captain? Wait a second, I just answered myself. We have how many mudmen? You would make us slavers. Ooh. I free your captain. What, you know, they're already going to be sold anyway. And I'd rather sell them and free your captain. Unless you happen to have lots of gold on board your ship. No, we're going to be paid by the Alright, from the journey we... Well... There's your payment, sitting in the hold of your ship. Let's see how convincing you can be. I could try command him, but I don't think that'd work either. Yep, I'll just be a straight charisma roll. Some reluctance on their side. How much reluctance? It's Let's see. Nope. I turn and it's, it's a second. Vana! She's going to stop fighting for a minute and perk her ears and look up at him. She's still What's obviously panicked. What's your life worth, Vana? I'm not entirely sure she knows how to answer that one. You have a ship full of, well, your life right now. If she's allowed to answer, which I don't think slaves are allowed to talk. You're not muzzled, are you? She keeps biting him. She's going to be pretty quick. I'm going to say anything but the crew. I turn <laughs> and look at, 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 at Python. You hurt your captain. Anything but the crew. And those mudmen aren't crew. I turn and walk past. I need to talk to their captain. You want to talk to the Emerald captain? Yes. Or whoever's go, whoever I make the deal with. Vana, you're carried on board the Imrian ship, where, of course, your old buddy Darn is there. Uh, okay, yeah. <laughs> I figured that was happening. I'll come to the gangplank and say, permission to come aboard? You're waved on board. I walk up, I'm being entirely and completely proper at this point. Walk down the other side, and I see Vana. Nod my head to her and then look at the person who's I'm standing probably over muzzled her. at this point because I have not stopped fighting. Yeah, they will muzzle you. I did not get your name, sir. I'm Darren. I've not known any Sunra to have any wealth worth speaking of. Oh, no, I'm speaking on behalf of the captain there. On board her ship, she has some number yeah. of mudmen on, on board her ship. They're very prized by... um. Zamul. He's placed a high a high value on them, and they're probably more than adequate to um, be a, a buy price. I, I will get more for the Jaka. You will not get her willingly, and you will not break her. You will end up killing her, and then that that point you lose out. The Mudmen are value, because they're a value to Zamul, who will want to get them back for any price. I'm not looking to jeopardize my relationship with the Farad. Are you stealing his goods? Oh, you have not heard the conversations he ha he's had about you. He has a very low opinion of you, sir. Who are you? He lies! <laughs> <laughs> I am Sukarad. I used to work for the Satrap. I am now independent. I've been present at all the various official greet meeting greets we've been to. I've not done business with you. If you have something of value to bring me, go fetch it. Otherwise, be gone. Peden! The Mudmen! Bring him forth! Yeah, no, he, he's not there. You thought he's back to the ship. You're off and being in ship alone. I'll be right. I'll be back. I just walk right through the right through the king like they're just big, you know, big dumb things. I am pissed now. Clump up the old up steps, Mister Python. Your captain said anything, and she meant anything. Are you going to disobey your captain? The captain is uh, not in her right mind at the moment. Are you going to disobey your captain? We will do this our way. And what is your way? That ship has to be ported sometime. 
Oh, I see where you're going with this, Dirk. I like this. Okay, I sit ahead. there, I narrow my eyes. We'll have to deal with the eels. It's not the first Ithmian ship we've dealt with. Okay, let's have an argument right now. What do you mean you're not going to obey the captain's orders? And we're going to have an argument. Wink, 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 nudge, nudge. <laughs> I come dejectedly walking down the down the gangplank after, afterwards and <laughs> go to the gangplank and sort of stand there at the bottom, not even going to go on board and say... Sir, her crew has refused. They decided that they can go it themselves. You will rue this day, sir. You will rue this day. I turn and walk away. I have to keep from skipping at this point. Back to the mool and Valentine. You guys do anything to prepare for your duel? Yeah, I would guess I'd go back to the cottage and, and confer with Jeeves about stuff. Is, is Valentine doing anything? Well, if I take my time to cast a spell, does it become easier to cast? Like, do the equivalent of take 20? You use your spell book to cast the spell, yeah. It takes extra time, but you get a bonus to cast it. Oh, yeah. I think we're, we're definitely going to, right before the uh, duel, I have a uh, Gendrix's Purple Haze. We definitely need to cast that, and we need to cast that at a higher difficulty level. You get plus three to cast it and take a minute rather than a round. Okay. If I want to bump it up, it's like one for one for hit points and protection. If I want to increase the dur- duration, how does that work? You can't increase the duration, just the, 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 the protection. protection yeah. Okay. We're, we're definitely wanting, wanting to cast this at a higher difficulty level. Actually, two hit point PR per increase in difficulty. Oh, in that case, I need to update my incorrect data. Well, I have two spells that I want to cast. The first one is uh, Sheldon's Second Skin. Well, I guess I should ask real quick. Can you have multiple auras on at the same time? Uh, I'm just looking not being protected by more than one ward of the same type. Yeah, I think that'd be okay. Because um, one versus fire and the other versus... Uh, a sword, right? Okay. Yay! <laughs> I'll look fabulous. Because we would definitely want to cast ca- them like. Would you have to cast them like in tandem, though? Because they're kind of short duration. They each have their own duration. Right. Well, Second Skin has two minutes, and uh, Purple Haze has one minute. So I can, <laughs> I can, I can cast Second Skin first, and that'll actually give me enough time to cast Purple Haze, and then I'm ready for battle. At least that's the plan. So you're just uh, getting your spell book? Preparing my spells, yes. My oh. little black spell book. <laughs> I don't have a lot of spells. <laughs> All right, then, Zamul, what are you doing? So when he gets back, he faces Shubes and says, Well, if you cannot help me directly, then, then surely you can help me some other way. I'm sure your ken is vast and varied. Um, surely you know some venomous plant or, or hallucinogen or something that grows in these damned islands that could use to my advantage. Something to coat my dagger. Possibly I could obtain something for you that would incapacitate. Yes, this sounds, this sounds excellent. This is precisely what I need. Of course, the operative question was... Why haven't you fled yet? Um, <laughs> I don't, I'm not sure he's built that way. <laughs> also, his uh, business reputation is of uh, chief importance here. Not only to himself, but to his family, uh, which is why he's here. Right? They sent him here to, to actually do something that isn't uh, related to. You know. And not screw things up royally. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's a simple transaction. He can handle it. Even a baby could handle it. <laughs> pirates? Pirates weren't part of the deal. <laughs> so do we have a lead on any kind of um, growing thing? Venom or poison or hallucinogen or paraly- paralytic agent or something? I could slather on my sword or dagger. Oh, jeez, that sounds um, dangerous. Well, that is rather the point. <laughs> do a charisma roll. Sure. Seven. Jesus comes back and uh, has small, vile powder breathed in or ingested somehow. He will cause uh, severe hallucinations and be difficult for him to fight you. <laughs> Assuming you don't use it yourself. He doesn't. <laughs> GM sure. I guess he'll take it and consider it and, and say, well, it is something. 
I'll leave every edge I can find. Good work, Shivas. Now I must petition Avar. And that's what he'll go do, you know, light all the candles and, and um, make some kind of um, offering or sacrifice if he can. I don't know what I have handy, but something valuable that I can burn and ruin. That would be Shivas. <laughs> something not Shivas. <laughs> He'll petition Avar going something like great flame bright Avar, and you know, I cannot serve your purposes from a cell. This must not come to pass. I, I humbly petition you for your aid in this duel. I swear I shall find a way to obliterate this, uh, this abomination in your eyes and dedicate my next pay to, to your glory. <laughs> Family's not going to be fa- ha- happy, but uh, you know. <laughs> Maybe I won't have to be in, in a cell. Is that a role of some kind, or should we... That, you need your uh, doctrine. Oh, cool. So that is Avar Eccentric plus two. Let's see how this goes. Oh, ye gods! <laughs> Just rolling terribly. But then again, it's good to have the terrible rolls out of the way now, so I can maybe roll better later. <laughs> You're sure, Avar. You've got to help you, right? Sure. Absolutely. Why wouldn't he? I am his foremost tool. (laughs) You see no sign in the flames, but um, you're sure it's coming. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) Awesome. That's that's really all the preparation I'm doing. All right, then. Go ahead to the the bout. Cue the Star Trek music. I need to make a couple of rolls for my uh, magic. Let's see. Minus four, plus ten, that's plus six. So the dice are not as cruel to you. <laughs> well, they automatically can't be cruel to me. Okay, so we succeed with uh, Selden's skin at its base value. So that's going to give me that's six points. That should be enough, more than enough to block any blade from... Uh, Zamul. And for the Purple Haze, though, we want to jack that up. So we want to go with 14 points of protection. Oh, I'll give you a Purple Haze. Just you wait. (laughs) So that that will be uh, minus 7, but I have a plus 10, so that's plus 3 to And survey says a 10 is partial. So I'll I'll give you the choice of it's either going to be half as effective or last half as well. Last half as long. Probably a smart well, idea, yeah. <laughs> well, except, of course, you cast this, and then they bring you out into... You know, this is like probably where Kang have their own battle. It's not so much a gladiatorial arena as kind of a training area or something. But it's been fixed up so that the Setrap and Shermina and some other people can sit up and watch this. Like a coliseum? <laughs> sort of. Killing right. ground. <laughs> That's more accurate. <laughs> They're introducing you, and the, the time is ticking away on your <laughs> sweat pouring down your brow <laughs> as you're reused in these magical auras. Uh, did you do any, do anything magical before? And uh, I'm going to do that first. The first thing, my like action one, because I'm not smart. All right, apparently. <laughs> All right, so then they give the the introduction and the bump about uh, you know the winner. So, so while they're doing that, I think the reason I'm not putting up my aura is that uh, I'm preparing, so I have like the powder in one hand, so I can just handily like blow it. So I'm busy doing that, so nobody sees. By the time they get through the discussion of the pomp and circumstances and charges and you know the winner. We'll be going free. Uh, if the loser survives, he will determine guilty and uh, subject to whatever the satrap decrees. You're down to four rounds on your or is there? <laughs> so it's like yes, 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 yes. Speed it up. By the way, while we're sta- while we're standing here and smiling, uh, is Magnus present? Yes. Oh, how nice. Give you a wink. <laughs> It's going really well for him. <laughs> that you know, that puts you there in the fighting air arena. The king withdraw from the area, and the satrap goes fight in the ways you, that you two begin. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll do initiative. 
All right. And that was two times speed? Okay, so that's zero. Oh, and nine. You still might make it. No, no. (laughs) Well, I think we'll rush in close and punch him in the face. (laughs) (laughs) Been wanting to do that for a while, haven't you? (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) I figure if we just start off with an insult. The brawling attack on him. Sure. I don't think he's going to be able to defend against it. You're brawling minus um, whatever he got your dagger out. That's what you're fighting with, I guess. Yes, yes. That's small blades too. Your brawling minus is. Actually, my mistake. I've made a clerical error. It's three. Uh, I have zero combat rating and three ranks. So, sorry. Hey, what do you know? That's the same as my brawling skill, so. Alright. It's an an even roll. Insult without injury. How's that? Ten. Got a, got a ten. Yeah, just a smack in the face and it hurts, but doesn't do any significant damage to you. If you don't have any strength, do <laughs> you, you, Valentine? No, 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 no. Plus zero. <laughs> oh, okay, Valentine, sorry. <laughs> but I make it look good. It's it's like dance around and just slap him in the face. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I don't even care that he has a dagger. <laughs> you weave past it. Well, if he's close enough to punch me in the face, I'll, I'll take the opportunity to blow the powder in his face. Unless my, my head is, you know, going back on its tendons. You uh, recover from the slap there. Right. You can attempt that. I think dex or a range, you don't have any either of those. No. Nope. Straight versus... You've got evade, I think. I think evade would be appropriate. So you're d20 minus four. Could I, could I somehow weave in deception? As in, like, could I make this seem like I'm just staggering and then suddenly... <laughs> Blowing the powder in his face. A faint. Right. Try the deception, and if it's successful, then you'll get uh, a plus five. Awesome. So first deception, nine partial, I guess. Unless you, there's a minus, of course. He minus his perception probably on this, which that's that's a bonus. <laughs> a minus oh, is it? One. Yeah, that's still still partial. I'm very much on the spectacle and not so much on the... I'll give you a plus two as he's maybe... Showing off? Yeah. <laughs> Enjoying the spectacle of uh, you reeling from his slap. Right. <laughs> Too much full of himself. All right. Valentine? So, so let's do then. <laughs> I think we're all equally full of ourselves, so yeah. Okay, let's so... Here's uh, the power. It, is it... But uh, evade a four, so that's a ten blows this powder in your face and you're sneezing it at and uh, make a constitution roll and they give, give you a plus five because you didn't take uh, as much of it as you would have liked. Oh, wow. I don't know. What happens Good on the roll. 24? <laughs> he's shifting and he's, he looks like this sort of fire beam or something weird. That's that's what you're kind of thinking this round. You're going to be uh, a minus five for whatever you're doing. It's your turn, unless Zamul wants to do another action. Um, that would be at minus five, right? Hmm, let me look over my, um, vestments. That's, uh, that's ward. I'm terrible at wards, aren't I? Yes, I am. No, I don't want to make an extraction. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Now that he's free and open, I'll, I'll try to stab him. Why not? That's at minus five, so, um, minus two for me and then whatever he's defending with. The follow-up stab. Long blades. Six. Seven. You maybe just uh, scratch at his spangler. Would that be a a minus five because of the uh, powder, right? Uh, Minus five on your action. Ah, okay. So his defense is not minus five? No. Okay. Just a partial then, which I don't think you get through his spangler. Wouldn't think so either. Probably wouldn't even get through the uh, second skin spell. That's six. Po- <laughs> that's six points right there. Yeah, but that's yeah, I wouldn't have gotten. He's not using no. a sword. He's using his dagger. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Fine. <laughs> yeah. You notice your second skin doesn't protect you against the dagger as he slashes across your spangalore chest. Okay. Uh, this the fire demon slashes with the fiery blade across. <laughs> Avar will not save you. <laughs> so what do you do against the fire demon there? We, we are going to stab it, and then uh, we're going to roll out of, out of its fiery ma- uh, grasp. Because, hey, that looks good. Large blades, minus three for his. So he's got, so that's a minus two total. Because uh, I'm minus five. 
I still get a 12. Nice. So, Describe your attack there. Well, basically, we're, we're going to do a, a slash across his chest, and then as a follow-through, we're going to tumble and roll and come up behind him. <laughs> All right. So you take six points of damage. There's a roll. Will do. Or you want to set up an advantage for yourself with your reaction. Is that what you're trying to do there? Right. I just have to ask, is this a sword fight or a gymnastics routine? It's a Xandir fighting. <laughs> your acrobatics versus his dexterity to be able to turn and face you quickly. Uh, so my, is, my dex is zero, so... You're at plus three. You get a success, then we'll say you're at uh, plus three on your next action. Fair enough. Got a 14. I, I roll behind the oath and come up standing and smiling. <laughs> All right. Zamul. I'd like to use my aura now. <laughs> now that my fine raiment is ruined. You do do this, though. If he attacks you, then that attack will be... You won't have any defense on that attack. That's fine. That's cool. You're busy casting rather than trying to defend yourself with your... Yeah, She's so he was a battle magic to the Zandir. I guess he'll stagger a little from from the the slice, raise his arms, and and call upon Ava to clothe him in his flames, and uh, we'll do the roll. Vestments uh, is minus ten, and then it's ward. And I'm really sucky at wards, so this is going to be fun. Him at minus seven to to begin with. Let's do this! Ha ha! <laughs> oh. Awesome! Yes! Yes, we're Yeah, so just as the vision of Zamul as this fiery demon clears her mind and he's just Zamul there bleeding, he does suddenly again burst into flames. Though this time it appears it is just him bursting into flames rather than becoming a fire demon. Ah! <laughs> So his triumphant yell turns into a panic shriek. <laughs> you take uh, four points of damage from self-induced burns. Ow! I smell bacon cooking. <laughs> uh, on the bright side, you are on fire. Yeah, you want to try anything else? There's a wall. Need another action? Hell, why not? I'll I'll attempt to clasp the dancing Zandir since I'm now on fire. <laughs> why not share the fun? <laughs> Minus uh, minus eleven. Minus, ooh, okay. Let's see how this goes. Be minus five. And <laughs> minus six for his blades. Right, right. Minus nine. <laughs> well, you do drop and roll now. <laughs> yeah, so you charge at him and go sprawling onto the ground. <laughs> Fortunately, puts out your fire. You, you ruined my flanking attack. <laughs> Got an additional plus five against him as he's kind of sprawled and winded as he hits the ground. I'll just put my foot on his neck and say, your god has left you to rot in a cell. Just oh, that should be an attack. That should totally be an attack. Oh. <laughs> Why is there no composure in this game? <laughs> So maybe, that's, trying... maybe that's, maybe uh, do you have like, um, a, uh... yeah, yeah. Do you, do you want to do that? Do you want to call sure. that a, um, uh, like a persuasion or something? Yeah, it needs some sort of persuasion, intimidation type, uh, sounds like surrender. You're... Like face yeah. it, you're done, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Intimidation yes. or coercion, one or the other. A course would work, I guess. Throw down a roll and then I'll let you throw the minuses on it, if any. Roll minuses will then... Well, I think we should maybe apply that minus five to this as well, since you're... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. A total of plus two on the roll. Do I get to add charisma to that, or is it straight up? Uh, yeah, that's not your charisma there. <laughs> a seven. Uh, somebody's not convinced. <laughs> well, it was a partial. Maybe maybe you give me a doubt or something? Yes, you're, you're thinking maybe you're not going to win this as well. <laughs> Hmm. <laughs> uh, I guess. I guess. So, I guess he's not completely convinced, but uh, like, if it keeps going this way, he's probably going to yield. Yeah, you want to do anything else? Long time. Yeah. Oh no! I, I am just posing. <laughs> I might have my hands on my hip, chest out, <laughs> in my fabulous pirate garb. Look at me! <laughs> I'm standing on the neck of a wimp. Hey! hey. <laughs> <laughs> not hey, a ball, like, a- really. 
Hey, Zamuls, now it's time to use your, use your searing touch, because he's touching you. <laughs> uh, it's a spell, though, so I think he'd, he'd know when I started mumbling. Your turn, Zamul. You know, I think Zamul's hesitant to use his magic now that it went... I think that is a good consequence, right? I, I think he's not done, but he realizes that he doesn't have... Avarhan doesn't have his back. So it's probably not a good idea to start using, you know, a whole heap of magic. So uh, I think my first... What's the flooring? Is it stone? Is it sand? Is it um, gravel? Dirt. Gravel. In that case, Samo will grab a handful of gravel and, and try to throw it in the Farad's face. Not Farad, the Sanders' face. <laughs> as as action cheated. one. <laughs> the way you're rolling, you're probably Endicon throwing your face. <laughs> Uh, do I still have a minus? He didn't do any real action to sustain this. He's just posing, not rather, not actually. Mm. <laughs> so we'll give you a, a minus two just because you're on the ground. Right, cool. Okay, let's see how this goes. And my intention here is, of course, to stagger or blind him. Right. There he goes. He'll also be basically a fade to a yeah. point, so you're at a total of uh, minus six. Minus six, wow, okay. Oh, 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 okay, so that's a five in that case. So I rolled prematurely. So you throw some dirt onto his fine spangalore. What an insult. <laughs> and then I want to sweep the leg. All right. That is a minus five plus whatever else other minuses you can... <laughs> minus six because that is a weak uh, weapon defense there with the large blade. So a minus 11 overall. All right, cool. Let's see how this goes. <laughs> We're just seeing all the minuses. Okay, how many mi- how many points into the negative can we go? Oh, ah, only fail. <laughs> you barely have to move to like dip that. Samuel, the reason we have servants. <laughs> all right, that'll time. Well, I think uh, we're going to have to finish him off here. So. We're going to throw my uh, Sucker Punch spell at him. Oh, good one. I don't know if there's any advantages for casting spells at prone opponents. Well, we're going to give it a shot anyway. Uh, Normally it's a minus one, but I want to bump up the damage to uh, six points so I can actually knock him unconscious if I'm successful. For damage stuff, to do an additional point of damage, yeah, it's minus one. So normally... Normal five, so it'd be minus six if you want to do six points of damage. And uh, yeah, and that's it. Add the four, four points. So it's actually a total minus uh, two. And eleven, just enough to knock him. Ooh, nice. So okay, describe boom. There, <laughs> it's like we, we as we cast a spell, I, I just like shout out Zabo, and then there's a big whoop sound and a cloud of dust and gravel just radiates outward from where I knock him unconscious. It's too bad it's just the sound of a pillow hitting his head and not a pillow actually being under his head. <laughs> I, I, would, I would imagine it'd be some sort of because it's probably you have to use a fist motion to cast it so it's like you know you, your fist stops short and up goes this magical fist that smokes him in the face. Anyway, flump! <laughs> so is that enough to take you to zero? Oh yeah, I'm zero. Okay, now it's just uh, subdual damage, so it's not light threatening, but you're boom, you're out. Crowd cheers for Valentine. Yeah, yeah. they got flames, they got magic, and just then my purple haze expires like I intended it. <laughs> Poor Shamina didn't get, see the butts, the blood and guts, you know, literal guts flow on the field. There was a goodly slash in there. Yeah, there's some old blood is scattered around. It's on your sword, but, if not nothing yeah, else. Yeah. Yeah, but oh, she wanted oh. to see the intestines spill out on the floor too. <laughs> well, let's, let's not describe such silly things. <laughs> like, and the loser shall be drawn and quartered. <laughs> let's not be hasty. <laughs> so they come and collect the unconscious, the mule, the uh, spadings, as Valentine, the dashing, you've uh, shown your rightness in this matter. You are considered innocent and free to go. We'll, we'll do our very respectful and deep bow to the satrap. Then I'll do a second bow to Charmina. Says, I thank your royalnesses for letting fate determine my innocence. And then we'll give that eyeball look over to uh, Magnus. <laughs> Smiles and gives you another wink. <laughs> 
Yeah. We know who's really coming out of this like roses. He will stand and go, well, I'm glad that the murderer of my uncle will be justly punished. <laughs> is this at the same time as Juves is doing the, the smelling salts on um, Samuel or something? <laughs> I'm waiting for Avar to set Magnus on fire. <laughs> I think he's pretty disappointed in his devotee. <laughs> Kang are carting Zamul off to throw him in a cell. And does the Shaviz get the cell next door? Yay! <laughs> oh, sorry. Juves will come up to Valentine. Mr. Valentine, what are your intentions now? Well, I would actually like to leave this lovely island and maybe uh, notify Zamul's family that they have to ransom their son. Allow me to travel with you back to Tar. <laughs> <laughs> I can make uh, whatever arrangements need to be made. With all Zamul's gold. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And we may have some things to discuss on the trip back. Your expertise in this matter would be greatly appreciated. Yes, I, I handle all the master Zamul's finances. <laughs> Including ransoms. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever financial arrangements need to be made. So, uh... What are we going to do about those mud men as we're walking down the, the uh, road to the dock? Perhaps we can drop them off somewhere. I don't know that you are interested in becoming a slaver, are you? It's not a profession I've considered. We'll drop them back in their, their homeland. We also need to see about uh, ransoming Captain Bob. Yes, I believe she's uh, sold to the enemy. Hmm. Well, I guess we should uh, gather up Zamul's goods, uh, what goods I have that haven't been uh, ransacked by the uh, Kang, and make towards uh, the ship so we can come up with a plan. Excellent idea, sir. Got two, Valentine and Jivez, with Zamul's goods making their way back to the ship. And standing on top of the gangplank is, is Sukrod with a sword at his side and saying, So... You owe this crew, how much again was that, Mr. Python? How much, you owe this ship a, a payment. Payment is due, sir. We paid the first half, uh, beginning of the journey. We are, we are returned. We'll make uh, oh, no, 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 no. Your master's in prison right now. And our deal was with him. You wish to go with us? You have to buy a whole new ticket. Sir, really going whole ho all hog on, on this pirate. <laughs> the more attention he's drawing to himself, the more likely he's got to care. Sell next to uh, Mool. At this point, you know, Sukrod can give an aviation fornication. You know, what are they going to do to him? Kill him? He's um, mad as hell, and he's not going to take it anymore. <laughs> it anymore? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to haggle with the Zaviz, Chavez, which means I'm probably at a disadvantage. Passage for you and. Your servant. So, Look, you seem to have managed <laughs> yourself quite well. Last time I saw you, you, you were trying to sell me out. Where's my gold? Asked the king. The king are too honest to steal from me. <laughs> <laughs> That's like Sabul saying, Shives would never stab me in the back. <laughs> oh, well, you probably lost it anyway uh, somewhere. A thousand gold pieces sounds a, a perfect, perfectly fine uh, booking fee. Let's make me do a haggle. Yeah, yeah, I got plus two on it. So what's my minus? He usually doesn't do the haggling. You're plus two, you'll be plus minus one, so you won't be a plus. It gets me down to, like, you know, the half the payment he actually owes us, which is still a princely sum, but not a thousand gold pieces. So, we are ready. So, you're not going to um, do anything with the mudmen? Not we're going to let you anyway. We will be dropping them off back at the home. We do have to make one stop along the way. I get up and look over at the Imerian ship. Unless you happen to have enough to buy, to buy the captain. Which is preparing to, to leave as well. Uh, turn Mr. Pyden. All respectable. Uh, sir, what are your orders? Make ready to leave. Aye. You heard Mr. Pyden. Make ready to leave. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> what about Vana? I kind of owe her my neck. I look at her. You're good with a third, aren't you? Wink, wink. Cut to out on the open water. We gotta have a scene where Doran, like, says hello to Vana, right? Unless oh, yes. Ori's, like, Ori thinks that's a tough scene. Unlikely uh, you know, to happen, yeah. In her cell, 
going crazy, I guess. I don't know what. She's probably biting anybody that tries to touch her. So they'll just let you stew in your cell, I guess, then. <laughs> Rage in your cage. You totally have Dara in there gloating. Oh, he, ah. is. he is, but apparently she's not. Uh, <laughs> she's just gone feral. <laughs> I told you you would never escape me for long. Hiss, hiss. <laughs> That's pretty much what she's doing at the moment. I have several buyers lined up. You will do well for me. That's when the captain of the ship calls down, Sir, pirates off the starboard bow! <laughs> yeah, so is there any particular thing you guys want to do here, or we just want to handle this all narratively and wrap things up? Your ship has ballista on it, doesn't it? Yeah. You have to yeah, be far enough away to use it. Ballista. Yeah, well, well for our first target is remove their mobility. And kill the and kill the eels. Yeah, if I get a shot lined up, I will try to pin Dari into a mass with one of the ballista bolts. If you guys want to play out this scene, we can do that. We do have time. The question is, how how much fun do you think is Vaughn going to have waiting for you to spring the? That's true. Yeah. So we have, I guess we do it all narrative then. And then yeah, you guys attack and we'll have um, soup commanding the battle here, I guess. Whee! Well, I do have command of plus two. You have my blade. Kind of like we did the other battle. We'll have, uh, Valentine, you can describe what you're doing in this battle, and if you're successful, then that'll add to six roll. Well, <laughs> I am the dashing, so we're going to be uh, swinging from a rope, landing on the deck of the other ship, slicing and swinging at anyone that gets near the gun wall, so that way the uh, rest of the pirate crew can uh, get grapples in and lash themselves to the Amerian ship. All right. I think we spent a good portion of the trip out there. No, Trog, you're free. Yeah, so trying to talk to Trog is just kind of... There's <laughs> like an, exercise hour is wall. an hour of talking, and there's absolutely no communication. <laughs> but you know Trog likes butterflies. And he's a champion nose picker. <laughs> We'll throw down a long blades roll to uh, help the commander. Oh, wow! Okay, that's a partial. With the opposition, it's not. Valentine swings over, but he's hard-pressed by these strong Imrians. Oh, and ugly, too. All right, your command, and uh, I'll give you a plus two, because you do have a superior uh, fighting ship. All right. This isn't their first rodeo. Fourteen! Oh, Oh, thank goodness. (laughs) The rest of them swing over after after Valentine. I pull out my cutlass and I swing over too. So you guys can swing over and battle the Indians. You're able to get to Vana's cage and break her out of there so she can go all crazy. And uh, let's have Vana see how well she does in this fight. All right. Um, I bring I, maybe, I, I, I bring an, brought, I bring an extra cutlass. Yeah, they, they would have brought maybe somebody brought I her brought, halberd. Yeah, since it was on the ship. I'm yeah. unshackled. It's not going to work. No, they release you from your shackle. Oh, okay. Go! Have fun! If I'm I'm shackle-free and I have my ridiculously long weapon in my hand, I'm going to start taking it out on... I'm going to search out Doran. Alright. I, I want to stick this where the sun don't shine. He's you know, fighting with the rest of his crew, so you can charge ahead in there. Yeah, I'll charge ahead. You're uh, rolling at plus four with your arm and uh, minus four, so you're basically at plus zero overall. Woo! Right. <laughs> you and your crew are going to win the day, so you can describe how you uh, take your vengeance out on. <laughs> this fall, vengeance is a jocka. <laughs> a very angry jocka. Anyway, while the other while the others are fighting, I'm going to literally charge just up to Darn and shove my halberd through his chest and twist for good measure. He tries to bat it aside with his capture hook, but you're able to quickly uh, whip it around and jam it right in his chest. He pulls himself along it to get at you with his claws, and just as he reaches, his strength fails and he drops on your polearm. I want to fling him off my polearm into the. <laughs> I'm going to, like, pick up my pole arm and just fling him off of it backwards into the ocean. Get off my ship. (laughs) It's my ship now. Captain, pardon my my, uh, Quan. This is a piece of shit. I mean, look, the sails are inadequate. 
Yes, this ship. This ship is a piece of shit. I mean, the sails are uh, the sails are inadequate. It really needed those damn eels we killed. One of your crewmen goes, ah, but apparently they were well paid in Quan as he brings a chest of uh, Quan gold. Um, Yay, she's gonna, booty! She's, okay, yeah, she, she's gonna look at uh, Pai Den and go, you've served me well, but I can no longer trust you. The hmm? ship is now yours, and all of the golden bounty within. Oh, uh, couldn't we get a finder's fee? <laughs> My word goes. I mean, yes, Captain. How much of this? How much of the Marion crew do we leave alive? Why well, yeah, see him yeah. himself? Yeah. Well, he's the first mate. He knows how to sail. Well, there may be some Havana's uh, crew who will choose to go with him. Yeah, I, I was actually going to leave that open. You know, turn there's, around. There's and also. There's also the tradition of asking any of the uh, people that you have captured if they want to become part of your crew. They, they wouldn't want. They're all slaves. They would not. Yeah, no. Oh well. Skip the that. captured people are probably. I'm. I'm I don't know what I'm going to do with them. I'll do something with them. <laughs> I don't know yet. That's Pyden's problem. Ask, ask. I point to a small uh, launch that should probably hold them. I wouldn't have been many that would have been intentionally left alive. There may have been a few that were grievously injured and hadn't been killed yet. So he can, yeah, put them in a small launch where they'll probably bleed to death. You think you can always send them back to Quan? Oh, where is their home? Imria. Alright, well then, I will give my my first mate his last mission, which is, will be to return the injured alive to Imria. Well, since you're we're now on my ship, I'll deal with them, Captain. Captain, I, I don't know whether it would be appropriate to salute or not, or just handshake. Mm. You know, she'll, she'll, she'll give him a handshake and take uh, Suk and, and the crew that is not staying with with Pi and um, head back to her own ship. It's like, ah, ship, sweet ship. <laughs> and uh, immediately grab Pi's old hat and put it on um. Suk. <laughs> it doesn't quite... Okay, I take a knife out and cut a slot in the back. There we go. It fits now. <laughs> and then kiss him. It must be a tradition. Um, you, you know I'm an amphibian, and you don't lay eggs. Yes, and? <laughs> Come to the captain's quarters immediately. <laughs> Actually, in the captain's quarters, don't they have some strange cargo? What happened to that girl? Oh, oh she's still she's, on board. She's in the galley. I say, uh, uh, Faradun, Captain? We do yes. have to... Set sail for Faradun! Jeeves will go, well, after you give me a little time in Taran, I'd like to hire you again to transport me on to, to Zandir. <laughs> How much we talking? You can negotiate a fine price. He will have quite a bit of money with him. <laughs> <laughs> so I think we'll, we'll go to the, the epilogues here. Uh, I'd like to have like a really simple, unless it's part of the epilogues, uh, like a sort of a fiasco type. This is scene with some old, like the last thing we get to see. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if this were the last scene in like uh, in, a, in the TV show or something, it'd be the dimness of the Kang dungeons, and some old is just sitting on the dirty, grimy stone floor in some, like, his, his dirty vestments. Um, like, he's more bearded than the usual. Uh, his hair is all a mess. He's all dirty-faced. And he has this, like, small stone that he's using to draw on the stone floor, you know, making these bright, uh, uh, white contrasts against the stone. And he's, like, drawing a fire in dejection. <laughs> oh, poor baby. I mean, I hate you by now, but you're poor baby. <laughs> What happened with the rest of you guys? Yeah. So goes off and becomes a pirate? Sue yeah, goes off and marries Vana. <laughs> we already discussed yeah, this while yeah. you guys are doing the fight. <laughs> they they, yeah, they both I do they think adopt two, two little children. Are they, they even compatible? They adopt a Suran named, uh, what did we, did we name him? Kappa? Yeah, Kappa and a, and a Jaka named Sir Kerbos. Uh, <laughs> Valentine. I see two things for uh, Valentine. Uh, the first one is him standing in the uh, Farad Embassy at our next port, turning over the details for uh, Zamul's ransom. He was a good sport, after all. Yeah, he didn't sick the trog on me. Well, 
if you at all mention that, Yves will go, wait till uh, I have left port before you mention this, please. Oh, oh, sure. Of course. No, uh, is it leaving our ship? No. Actually, uh, so scene one is talking to the, the Farad and, and letting them know about Zamol's predicament. And then scene two will be standing next to Javez on the uh, bow as we sail for Xandir. So are you holding him up with his arms to wave out? <laughs> no. It's, it's movie speak for looking forward, okay? Sure, sure, sure. Maybe to, to bring everything full circle, you get off back in Zan. You're dining, celebrating with Jivez, celebrating your uh, fortune. And Rolando comes up. Ah, Valentine, we never finished our duel. <laughs> we ended ah, there. <laughs> cool. Well, that certainly went uh, strange ways. Not at all as envisioned. <laughs> hey, hey Sukrat had a good ending. It went where the, the characters took it. I think uh, if we ever come back, uh, we need to work on backstories that connect the characters so they have more, they're a more coherent group. We should maybe oh, like yeah. pick a particular area and do something uh, like a desert adventure or uh, like a frozen uh, yeah, <laughs> stuff. Then, then we'd be kind of vaguely, or Seven Kingdoms, right? There's a lot of stuff you can do there when, when you have uh, all these weirdos who are um, kind of in an alliance. Yeah. Uh, so they're naturally you know, buddy, buddy. Well, I like the fact that we did have a good romp through a lot of uh, Talos lore. So sure. we, 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 we got yeah. a whole bunch of races and uh, cultures all mishmashed together. So a- as a taster and uh, teaser of Talos Lanta, I thought it did a great job. I would have loved to see slightly yeah. more of the Amandians, but our capers didn't really allow for that. So, oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there, there, there are lots of things I, I tried to, to, to lay in there that yeah, never, nothing ever came of them. That's what happens. Yeah, the story went a different way. Thank you guys for, for today. I had a hell mm-hmm. of a time. Poor <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> Now, I think, like I said last episode, it's like this can go any, any way, and all of them are some kind of juicy. Like, this was the fiasco ending I was kind of expecting, so that's cool. Thank you for running, Dirk, again. It's, it's, uh, it's been fun to, to play around with, uh, like, a, a, for me, completely new setting and, and um, yeah. situation. Oh, and it's been Real fun cool. to play, since I have been GMing for so long. <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Take care. We're playing Talislantia. No, we're playing Talislanta. <laughs> what do they eat in Palestine? Lizards? <laughs> I believe it is salted fish uh, with the uh, oh. slight tang oh. of tangwe. All right, if this is the first time in a long time I've DM more than one shot for this group, I thought I'd put a few comments here at the end on kind of how I thought things went. Probably the biggest problem for me as a GM is just I have trouble putting more than two words together at a time, so I'm not the enthralling master storyteller. Language is not an instrument I play well. It's a problem I continue to struggle with. But that's unrelated to Talislanta or this adventure. I'm probably focusing more on the negatives because that's the way it works. You think about the thinking didn't quite get accomplished. I'd hope to get away from the, the island and have some more adventure out in the seas and other islands. I didn't expect Valentine's problem to take so long to resolve. I should have been a little more creative in uh, throwing things at them. Maybe put the GM thumb on the scale to help resolve it sooner. But that's always a fine line whether you're enforcing what you want versus the way the players and characters want to take the situations. There seemed to be several sessions there where it looked like uh, the characters were going to resolve the situation only to have them change stream and completely undo whatever they'd done during the session. This group as a whole doesn't generally doesn't do a good job of driving towards a goal. They'll tend to wander off into a cul-de-sac and spin around quite happily. Maybe there should have been more discussions about whether people were really happy with where things were going or whether they wanted to 
try to wrap things up and move along. We didn't really address that in our post-game discussions, which I should have prompted for. A big problem was we didn't have characters that worked together as a group and had reasonably aligned goals. Characters have been created piecemeal and just to some extent I was just glad that we got characters. We didn't really sit down and enforce any sort of uh, group template as the Fear the Booters would say. Figured out it's only, we're only going to have a few sessions. We can hold them together moving in roughly the same direction. That won't be a problem, but I don't think it right worked out that way. Now, I do think from the discussions we did have, people seemed to be satisfied and had fun, and it was certainly amusing and adventure. It was driven by what the characters wanted to do, so since everybody had fun, we can call it a success. Hopefully it will inspire somebody out there to play Talislanta, and I'd really like other people to make some actual plays, because I'd like to hear some other people playing Talislanta. Anyway, thanks for listening. If you want to contact us, we have a Facebook page, we started a Google Plus community. There's our forums, sundayskypers.freeforums.org. There's email, sundayskypers at zoho.com. That's sundayskypers, all one word, at zoho.com. And of course, there's always telepathy.